Um, this this journey, this ride, this championship. I get up yesterday morning. I had to pinch myself. Is it real? And I feel the same way today. And uh, I was I was going back and forth with Jared Bednar yesterday, and I said, Hey, when did it hit you after you won the Stanley Cup? And he said, At the parade. He goes, At the parade, it really hit me. And uh, so I can't wait for tomorrow. The parade is going to be amazing. Hopefully, the weather holds out for us, and just a chance for us to celebrate not just with the players, coaches, staff, and the organization, but our whole city that's been behind us along the way, man. So really excited for tomorrow. Coach Michael Malone from his show this morning on Dempsey and Company. Yeah, tomorrow the parade, maybe it'll hit. And if you remember, uh, Jared Bednar. That was an emotional drunk dude. Yeah, he was sauced up and he was would, in his feelings. I would love to see <laughs> Mike Malone uh, in, in, in the drunk emotional state. That, see, that would be great. I kind of want it to go the other way. Like, I want the New Yorker Malone to come out. Oh, it might. I mean, that, that's, and, and that's what came out. And all the names. That, <laughs> that easily could happen, 100%. You know, we could get a list, and we, I could text it to him. We could get a list of all the, the what, what, what was it, Annie did that one thing? Oh, where they kept the receipts? Yeah, receipts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, and we could just send him a list of receipts who didn't believe in you. Yeah. Just send it to him and say, hey, this this next message is for. Pulls out that paper. <laughs> bank, to bank, to bank, to bank, to bank, to bank. Oh, that would be outstanding. Yeah, I think I think we get a little bit of that version. He may shed a tear or two, but I would bet that it's more of that than it was yeah. with Ben. Uh, uh, we're we're going to get a lot of uh, we're just getting started talk. That That's for oh, sure yeah. coming. We, he hit that we, 30 we, seconds yeah, after he, they won. He got that. I'm like, hey, dude, just enjoy the moment. Like, I, like, we're not satisfied. No, you can be satisfied. You just won a championship. That's cool. That's cool. <laughs> you did the job, as Nikola Jokic said. Uh, all right, DT, let's keep it going here. Said he talked with Bednar, hit him at the parade. We'll see if it'll hit Coach Malone there. Uh, keep it going here just on Malone taking a moment to, to take it all in, sit back and reflect on what they accomplished. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, and had a chance to do that briefly on the court after the game up on the podium. You know, uh, Lisa Salter is interviewing us and uh, just looking out into the crowd, you know, after that game. But I'll be honest, man. I made it a point in the first round against Minnesota, the second round against Phoenix, the Western Conference Finals against the uh, Lakers, and then even during the finals against Miami, I made it a point to savor the moment and and to take the time to look around and appreciate the atmosphere, the environment, uh, the support, the passion, the love that our fans brought every night. Like That was an incredible feeling being a part of that. And tomorrow will be a chance to celebrate – with everybody together and uh, and do it, celebrating something that we set our minds to many months ago. And uh, it wasn't easy, but it shouldn't be easy. You know, I told our team before the final started, we're about to try and do something that's going to be the hardest thing you've ever done. And to our guys' credit, they went out there and did that, not just for the four wins against Miami, but 16 wins in the postseason, four losses, only one loss at home. And, uh, our guys showed out, man. We showed out. We showed up. And uh, a lot of respect for our team. But tomorrow will be a lot of love for our fans, and they deserve it. And, and, and let me just say this. When he, when he said the hardest thing that you're ever going to do, um, and that's why Jamal Murray was probably as emotional as he was. Because you top on that, also coming back from a year-long injury, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So you got that, and then and then what you finally accomplish um, – I mean that. I mean, I, I think what you saw was, you know, the the grind coming out, yeah. right? That that two year 
two-and-a-half-year grind releasing from him, and he could just kind of take a breath finally. So, yeah, man, it is a grind. I'll tell you that. Mm-hmm. You know that from football. I mean, oh, it, yeah. it ain't it ain't it ain't easy. If you want to be the best, if you want if you want to be good, it, you know, a lot of people can be really good. A lot of people can be good, but if you want to be the best, I mean, that's a whole new level, man. Mm-hmm. That's a whole new level. And it's also, I mean, what what they've done, and we know Nicola is Nicola, but it's that grind that you two are talking about. I know nothing about that version of it. You two definitely do. But well, you're you, about to find out when ain't well, nothing to talk about it, with baseball. You're, hey, you're going to hit that grind. Well, that's right. Oh, that, sorry. That's it's it. actually, it's just, actually a vacation season, right? See, the, the, the people talk. If you don't people, like your teammates. Ah. People talk about the championship uh, hangover. <laughs> you liar. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> people talk about the championship hangover, and, and it is – Dude, it's real, and and it's not yep. so. It's not so much about like you you intentionally let your guard down, but dude, like like just think about how much longer they were playing basketball than teams that didn't make it. Like right? Minnesota. I, I mean, seriously, how much longer was it? Two three months. Well, um, two, two three months. You got done with Minnesota almost seven weeks ago. Okay, dude. Uh, I mean, I mean that, that's that, crazy. That's that's an entire half of a season yeah. for some sports, you know? Uh, I mean, I mean, that is an eternity. Well, and then and to the bounce seven back games for football, right? Oh yeah. 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 And, and then to bounce back from that, you, you lose uh, half of your vacation time, which uh, great. That's cool. Everybody's happy to lose oh, their vacation cool. time, but mentally to get back, get yourself back into grind mode, man, it's a challenge. Dude, so, which is why April 15th was the first play in game. Yeah. Uh, that, tomorrow's June 15th. Two months. Yeah. Yeah. The, um, and that's why I almost think the teams that can win it back to back, because just what you talk about, because it's it is real. And oh yeah. Role. And that's why I look at the Broncos. I didn't even put them in the Mount Rushmore. Maybe should have just because of that grind you're talking about and the and reading your press clippings, going on the banquet tour during the off season. Um, not only did the Broncos when they won Super Bowl thirty two, they start they start um, they win their first thirteen games in the next year. Yeah, I mean that's that. You want to talk yeah. about impressive? They win their next th- the first thirteen games. Got beaten Miami or got beaten New York with the Giants. Got blown out Miami, and then came back and won uh, what it was fourteen and two. Their record. They won their last game here, and then they played Miami again, who just beat them and kicked and crushed. yeah. <laughs> I just showed you. Hey, they they finally that winning streak was over. That sixteen zero was over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all right, well, it's kind of the whew. yeah. <laughs> we'll just take the rest of the season. We'll do Nuggets. What the Nuggets did, just kind of get to the end of the season. Um, but they killed Miami that first mm-hmm. game of the postseason. It's also the Nuggets are getting a little bit of a benefit of this COVID calendar that we've been trying to get away from, right? Like the sports calendar not resetting in right time. They're not going to have – I mean, it's still going to be a short off season because, like you said, Compared to usual. two months ago, the rest of the NBA got to go play golf and go fishing and all that stuff. But it's not like the quickest of turnarounds. Nicole is still going to get a month in Sambor, heck, two months in Sambor, basically, before they have to come back here in, what would it be, September? Bets on the over and under of, of Saturday before Nicola gets to Sambor. Oh well, he you, you, know, you, know, you know why you, you, you know why he was t- he was you, got, you know why he was ticked off that he didn't get back home right because yeah. he, he's got a horse race on Sunday so oh he does so he, I thought he, he had it on Friday was it Friday I thought it was Friday well whatever it is it, it it's immediately yeah. and, and I promise you if he has the physical capability of being there he's gonna be there yeah it I, is I, a twelve hour and ten minute flight yeah he he'll be he'll be he might, he might go he might go straight to the airport I, from the parade I, I bet he leaves after the parade. You know, and heads home. And listen, you got enough money, and you're going to get a big, nice, you know, 
playoff bonus what's check. That, what's that going to cost to charter a flight to uh, Serbia? Probably it 20, doesn't matter. Right, 20, <laughs> it doesn't matter. 20, I, mean, I mean, really, it doesn't matter. Yeah. It doesn't. We just figured out that 25000 to him is like buying a snack out of the vending machine. Yeah. Because yeah. that's what he got but fined. Not, but he doesn't do that. Well, no. Yeah, but. You know what I'm saying? Um, how about, did you see, I think it was in Belgrade, did you see the big light-up thing? Of Dude, that was so oh, yeah. cool. Downtown. Yeah. Oh, that was, was that awesome. Cool? That was actually just the technology of that was pretty amazing. Pretty on, amazing. on that building? Yeah. yeah. They also had, um, Nike did their ad. Uh, a guy from Serbia walks into an arena, wins an MVP, then wins another MVP, then takes his team to the finals, and then wins the NBA finals for the first time in their franchise history. And the end ad said, that's it. That's the punchline. Time yeah. to go home. No, no joke. <laughs> no joke up top. <laughs> yeah. With that sweet NJ15 logo that looks like the Jester hat. So yeah, I'm like, look, hey, look, Nike. Look at Twitch right now. Are we uh, uh, getting yeah. a shoe coming out here? Dan Tanner just put up that uh, that building out. Dude, Serbia. that's badass. Well, first of all, how cool does that city look? Right? I don't even understand how they do that on that building. <laughs> Oh, it's like just projector, basically. I, I don't know actually oh, how it works either, Tyler. You're right. <laughs> they turned the basketball into the globe. That was spinning sick. on his finger. That's awesome. Nikola Jokic. Look at that view, too. Can you imagine if go you're there. his parents or your cousins or your his aunts right? or whatever living in Serbia? And I mean, are you not going are you not going there just to see that? Right? Imagine that dude in his whitey you know, tidy. How often are that? his parents around? Was they his dad again? They five? usually come for about a month. Were they, were they there for the playoffs? I thought I saw I, his dad at game five. but You I know might. who I thought I saw? And I, I'm pretty sure, and I kind of gave him a head nod. Uh, Daniel Gallinari's dad was there. Oh, really? Oh, really? Yeah. I loved it, Gallo's dad. Yeah, I think it was Gallo's dad. Gallo's dad's a secret sneakerhead. Do you know that? Is he really? Like, he loves sneakers. Well, he mm. got a son that can hook him yeah. up. Yeah. That would be cool. Actually, DT is on the on the hunt for Danilo Gallinari. So I smoked Gallo in ping pong one time. You did? <laughs> You're on the hunt for Gallinari. He to get him on the show. You got his number? I got his number, I mean. Send it to Dan. No. Wait. Why? Well, I'll call him and ask him. Okay. Hey, yeah, good call. <laughs> besides, besides, if I'm giving anything to Dan, I just give him the email. Yeah, that's right. true. Right, naturally. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Nicola, uh, my guess is he gets off of a fire truck, he goes to a podium, he talks, he asks Nick O'Hare if he can leave, and then he goes to the airport. Are we done yet? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I got a horse race that I need to attend coming well, up on well, Sunday. And one of the great lines, <laughs> he goes, when's the parade? When's the parade? Oh, I got to get home to see my family. And he puts his hand to his head and goes, oh, I need to go home. (laughs) (laughs) I need to go home. It's not I want to. It's an I need to go home. (laughs) Well, that's part of, I mean, literally, we're talking about the grind. That's what it is. Mm -hmm. You know, these guys, they're ready. They're ready for family time. He can get up, have breakfast with his daughter, go out and and, and help train his horses, be out in the country where obviously his horses are stable and everything else, and just... Relax. Yeah, not so have to do Jokic is going to have to do phone calls. Not you know. He's going to go straight to Serbia. The the rest of the team is get on a uh, chartered flight straight to Vegas. <laughs> that, that, that's what we did. Uh, my buddy sent me this this morning. That's Nikola Jokic just walking around downtown with his daughter. That's awesome. Just hanging out. Last night. Just, or today? That's this morning. Yeah. Just at a park with his daughter by himself. Nobody's bothering him. Yeah. Well, it doesn't look like anybody's out there. He might know a spot too, where it's like I can go over here and. Yeah. That's pretty cool though. Yeah. Yeah, because you know what? It's another sign. You know what he is. He's a regular guy. He's a regular dude. And what yeah. he says, and that's why if we get Om on, who I want to ask him. We are, 245, Om Young Masuk. And we've talked to him, and you're a big national guy, and, and you may think it's a shtick. I think a lot of the NBA thought, thought Joker yeah. was a shtick. You've heard, you've seen every one of his press conference. Is it a shtick to you, or is this, is this just who this it's guy who is? who he is. It's, yeah. he, he is that humble and genuine. And honestly, I mean, what Tyler, you weren't with us yet. We sat down for media day last year. 
And we go, can we please get Nicola on? He never comes on the radio. Can you guys bring Nicola over? They bring him over. Nicola sits down and goes, are you guys going to ask me anything about basketball? <laughs> and we go, we don't have to. And he goes, yeah, please don't. And wow. we talked about his kid and the horses. That, yeah, that's what we kids did. Kids and horses. Wow. And For 15 minutes. He doesn't, he doesn't even want to talk about it. It's, no. it's the same thing. Like when you get home from work, you probably don't want to talk about work. Leave that thing at work. That's how Nicola treats being the best basketball player on the planet. Uh, but like people, when they, when they hear athletes uh, talk about it still being a job, because Jokic said everybody hates their job, right? Like, like, is he implying he hates his job? No. But you know what? People don't understand. Like, this is this is tough. This is a grind. Mm-hmm. And, and yes, it's a kids' game that that we got paid handsomely to go play kids right, games right but it still is a stinking job that is stressful and and, and it's hard and, and and they need a mental break as much as anybody else let's uh hit a timeout no dumb questions at 1 30 start to send them our way i see a few already early entries will get read first use that hashtag ndq send them to the safeway twitch stream or the shop mazda text line 303 303- 504-0925 or twitch.tv slash altitude sr. Uh, before we get to NDQ, let's hear a little bit more from Coach Michael Malone. What was the conversation like with his father after he won an NBA championship? He tells you that next. Thirty-eight minutes from NDQ. Send them our way. We'll answer anything. Anything you want us to answer. We'll do it right then and there. Uh, this was something cool for, for a lot of us, and we talked about it uh, yesterday, and we talked about it kind of leading up to what it would be if the Nuggets were able to win. They ultimately did, and we got a ton of cool calls about the, the family time, that watch these games with my dad, go to the games with my mom. Me and my sister grew up watching all these things that we heard from, uh, but Coach Michael Malone, uh, he also has a dad that was an NBA coach as well. Uh, Malone was asked this morning on Dempsey & Co. what the conversation with his father was like after they won the title. Yeah, I mean, that, that was, you know, well, once we were done with the on the court, uh, I raced back to the locker room, into my office, and the first thing I did was call my father, and um, I spoke to him, and my message to him was simple. I said, listen, it's important that you know how much I love you, and how much I thank you for everything you did for me, and, and along with my three sisters and two brothers. But the example he set as a high school coach in New York City, a college coach, an NBA coach, uh, the blood, sweat, and tears he put in, and the passion and work ethic that he passed along to me. And he told me years ago, and I learned this from him watching him, the best coaches in the world are the best teachers. You, know, you have to be able to teach the game. And I've taken so many things from him. From years ago up until, you know, hours before game five the other night and uh, the support and just having somebody in your corner like that who was a two-time world champion on Chuck Daly's staff with the bad boys, who has been a part of great teams and great players and understanding what it takes to close out a series in the finals. To have somebody like that in my corner who loves me unconditionally and is just so proud. And I could hear it in his voice, um, just so proud to see me take to help get this team to this point. And, uh, and then I had to call my mother up because the way it works in my house, my mother and father don't watch the game together. They can't. They're just, uh, they've been married 60 years, but they got to be in different rooms when they watch the game. And I called my mother up after that, and I said the same thing to her because everybody knows the story of Brendan Malone. He's, he's got a very lengthy NBA resume, 
But Maureen Malone is also a coach. That lady's seen more games, and uh, she's our biggest fan. And uh, she was just as emotional. Felt bad she wasn't here to celebrate and give me a hug. But I told her she was here. She was in my heart. And uh, I'm really fortunate to have the family and parents and support, along with an unbelievable wife and two daughters who have supported me along the way. That's cool. That's just a cool moment. Like I said, I, I loved hearing everybody else's story. So, of course, feel the same way about Coach uh, and his family and his dad. And that's actually a really good point from, from Coach Malone about uh, Mrs. Malone. That lady's got some basketball oh, no, knowledge no, no. in her brain, hey, doesn't she? <laughs> and if you, think, if you think Michael's fiery or if you knew his dad, you think Brennan's fiery, she still ruled. She <laughs> ruled the house. And, I, and Brennan was my coach when I was – in, in Detroit, and he and I would ride together to the airport. We'd share bikes. We lived close together uh, during the season, so we always rode together. Um, but Mo, whatever we called her, uh-uh. She wasn't playing. Oh, uh, no. No. You know, she'd be one of those, you know, you're a substitute teacher. They go, I'm going to get away with yeah. this. Oh, yeah. And it, it'd be her walking in. No. <laughs> it's actually worse than the regular it, teacher. It, that it, day, it right? ain't no play. It ain't no play. <laughs> She and she and a wonderful woman, man. She was, she was, she is just a wonderful woman. Wonderful. It, it's so cool to see that and, and get to experience that and hear Malone getting to make that phone call to his father. Uh, how about Coach Malone talking about what stood out to him uh, about the celebration after they won the title? You know, I'm still, I'm still reflecting. I'm still taking it all in. Um, it, it's still somewhat overwhelming when you, you know, the final seconds of that fourth quarter. And, you know, when KCP gets a steal and, you know, they miss that shot and you come up with a rebound and it starts like the realization of what's about to happen when that clock strikes zero. And um, I wanted to make sure I went down and gave Eric Spolster and his entire coaching staff the respect and love they deserve. Uh, we know how great the Miami Heat are. Uh, give respect to their players and to applaud their effort for getting there as an eight seed and fighting out of the playing tournament. And then, um, you know, just making sure I found my family to thank them. But in the locker room, the champagne, there was one funny moment. <laughs> this tells you, like, uh, that we're rookies at this. So next time we'll be better. There we go. But me and Jamal, we have these big bottles of champagne. And we're both looking at each other like, how the hell do we open this? <laughs> <laughs> you know, how the hell do you get this, uh, the foil off and pop the champagne? But... We started to figure it out pretty quickly. <laughs> um, but, you know, just being in that, I mean, that, that locker room is uh, that sacred ground. And to celebrate in the fashion oh. that we did oh. with everybody in there, with families in there, uh, with Stan and Josh Kroenke in there, with Calvin Booth in the front office in there. Um, it was just a, a, a great way to celebrate an unbelievable uh, evening and a moment and a night that I will never, ever forget. He's all Harrison Wind, Shapiro. Uh, oh, no, he didn't say them. Oh, oh, oh. I misunderstood. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, it is it is sacred ground for that part of it. But it was – I didn't even go in. So I was told they opened it for a second just for if there were going to be questions. And then basically it was a free-for-all. Right. Anybody that, that, could go. Well, it looks they, like literally anyone and their mother. Yeah, and, and really not a lot of the national media ever made because that – they know. It's sacred mm -hmm. ground. Uh, a lot of local, and they listen. A lot of them been covering it and doing it. A lot of them, well, a lot of them, but some of them are from here, grew up here. So you know, I know they were excited. But yeah, no family and friends. When they first got in there, I'm cool. I will say, I, I saw, would actually say, you know what, family, right? Yeah, you know, players and family. You can do your you friend know, thing later. Yeah, you get your friend thing later. I, I will say there was a video. 
I don't even know who shared it last night. It ended up on my Twitter timeline. But it's from a fan's phone from the stands, and it's the clock winding down. Jamal's dribbling. And the moment of Jamal and Jeff Green, like Jeff Green comes off the bench and beelines to Jamal. They embrace, they hug. Somebody ended up with the ball, and they're just kind of holding it, not letting it go. But that, well, that to well, me, was kind of the moment. KCP like, threw it Jeff, up in the boom. air, and one of the assistant coaches, I think it was uh, when grabbed it. JB, oh, was it? caught it and okay. grabbed it. He had okay. for him. Yeah. yeah. So who did he end up giving it to? Jamal well, had it know. at the podium for a, for a yeah. good time. Okay. But then also, like, the uh, – I'll the, tell you who didn't care. Jokic. I was going to say, the MVP trophy, The it's the Bill Russell trophy, right, The yeah. for the finals – Nicola has it, like you guys said, he puts it on the thing, uh, little daughter's bouncing like it's a ball, and then he just walked away, and Bruce actually brought it back to the locker room. Bruce Brown going through the vom where we all walk. But he's holding his daughter, too. But Nicola's got his daughter, not carrying the trophies, and Bruce is actually holding it the whole time. <laughs> so Nicola's <laughs> like, <"Yeah>, whatever. <laughs> and, and I still say, I mean, just go back and look at all those pictures that, uh, of the team after they went. They sit on the stage, been doing it. Look how many of the superstars are right up front. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And Nicole Yogurt's in the back. Yeah. And I'm telling you, that he's a unique uh, dude. He's a weird dude. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. He, he is a weird superstar. <laughs> I, I, I cannot tell you another superstar in my lifetime that I could think of that, that felt the same way that, that Nicole Jokic does in these moments. Mm-hmm. Scotty uh, Stuby wants to know did you, you did play for Brendan, right? Yeah. He was on Detroit's yeah. he was, staff. He was coaching there. We were together on the back to back year when I won the trophy and then. The year we lost, he was obviously still there. He, he he's and I got traded, and he was still there for a long time. But no, I, I hey, still good friends, still talk to him every once in a while. Throw him a text once in a while. Um, didn't get to see him. I haven't seen him since before COVID, which I'm a little sad because we'd usually always seen him in Madison Square Garden or or in, in Brooklyn with the Nets. All right, DT, it's one thirty. Let's do it. It's time for no dumb questions. Columbus, Hastings, and Dover present No Dumb Questions. This is your safe space. Send us your not dumb question now. Tweet it, text it, or twitch it. It's No Dumb Questions with PhD. Brought to you by Ultimate Heating, Cooling, Plumbing, and Electric. Comfort for every season. Online at ultimateheatingandcooling.com. On Altitude Sports Radio 92.5. All right, NDQ, use it. Safeway Twitch stream, always open. Twitch.tv slash Altitude SR. Shant Mazda text line, rolling. 303-504-0925. I've got this question a ton of times. Uh, when am I going to get the tattoo? I got to get a broom tattoo still. Right. Uh, we had talked about Superbook wanted me to go out to Vegas for Summer League and do some stuff. Uh, I don't know if that's going to work, though, with some of my Oh, no, you, you, should, you should go this weekend. Because if you go this weekend, there's Las a Vegas? good there's a good chance you're running into the Nuggets. Very good Ooh, chance. That could be. Uh, well, Nicole will be in Serbia. Uh, yeah, but I mean, trust me, the rest of those dudes, there, there's going to be plenty of dudes. That I've got a Vegas. feeling they don't want to see me. Ah. <laughs> uh, but no, it'll happen. I don't I know when. I think there's a better chance to go to the Bahamas, and you'll see guys there in yeah. the New Will Vegas. I did have somebody slide into my uh, DMs and say that not only do they want to do my Nuggets tattoo, they straight up were like, anybody on altitude that wants to get a tattoo. I'll do it, and I'll do it for free. Nice. So, if you guys are in, right? Uh, yeah. Uh, Chris is in. Chris, do you have tattoos? I'd hate to. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. I'd hate He's got to deface this body when I've got one beautiful uh, sun <laughs> tattoo already. You know, I'd hate to take away from yeah. that. That's your only tat? That's my only tat, yeah. I'm thinking we it's do. kind of two built into one, but yeah. We do a colored kind of right, right on the arm. We yeah. Do. NBA, and then I got to lean up against you, and yours says champ. Oh, so that'd be sick. We do like a couple's uh, yeah. tattoo. Yeah. And then they can never fire us. 
Oh, that's yeah, true. Because they have to keep that's that true. together. That's right. Yeah, yeah we're all, we're a package that's, deal. That's at that a point. strategy. Yeah, <laughs> that's actually a really good idea. Did you guys see they misspelled the hats? No. Now, well, uh, now, now, I, I, Dan, I don't know if you can pull this up here really quick, but on the text line, somebody sent in a photo of the misspelled champions hat. I didn't even. I couldn't even figure it out. What is it? Uh, let, let's see if Dan can put it up on Twitch here in just a second because my big dumb uh, Cherry Creek Blue Ribbon High School <laughs> brain, um, I didn't even figure out where it was misspelled. It, it, it's. I don't think it's misspelled. It's just that whoever, whatever millennial put it in, didn't understand how to do an O in cursive. Correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Correct. I think it looks more like an oh, O. Oh, so the little O probably has a hang down. So, so, like so it's, it's spread, it, it's spelled technically. Uh, champions, cha- champions, okay. champions, because okay. the uh, the last O instead of having the the little connector little be at the top, yeah. you know, they've got the connector at the bottom, which oh, so is kind of exactly like, like an A. Right? Okay, so I didn't like even notice. So uh, the proofreader millennial who yeah. doesn't know how to cursive, right? Cursive, right? You know, just oh yeah, yeah, that's an O. That's... This might be my dumb question. Do they still teach cursive? No. No, they don't teach it in school anymore. Legit, don't teach it. My my kids were trying to learn it on their own, but they don't teach it. I mean, in, it's pretty pointless, right? Uh, well, my, why? It's better, right? It's prettier. Is it? Yeah. Yes. I yes, it is. I'm not gonna can lie. Write if you asked me to write a paragraph in cursive, I would struggle. You can write like, your like, name. I, like right? I could write my name. I so can get. Write I could probably get a quick write sentence. Right. The in. Nuggets won the championship. Well, See, I feel he like he, already, he already messed up the T. Well, you can start like that. I feel like that's fair. That's actually that's Scott's good handwriting kinda, too. Scott's kind of got some chick handwriting on. Yeah, him. that's solid. Are you? Oh, that's right hand. Okay, that's much better than I could be writing. Dan is showing the hat too. Oh wow! Championship. Okay, that does that, that does kind of look like it. No, that's not the one. Okay, the, look at the top one versus the bottom one. Uh, the yeah, bottom one yeah, is the correct. bottom one's new. The bottom one's new, and they they they, oh, they put, have the O, the little line they, through they the They made o. the O. Um, you try, but it, that man. ain't how the ones the guys wore. The guys wore it was at the A at the bottom. Mm-hmm. I actually so think the like, new ones they corrected. Yeah, because someone because somebody put it on on social media, which now the NBA probably some intern or some you know dude mm-hmm. just got fired or, or demoted. It's it's like the Tulawitzki shirt though. Like but that's, that's now, no, that's a that's memorabilia now. Yeah, well, absolutely. You know, yeah. And the bottom one, the connector from is more of an A. Yeah, I, I look. I think if you have either of those, like I said, the first one's a nice little uh, momentous piece, memorabilia right there. Tyler's struggling on the cursive. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Top is Scotty, bottom is Tyler. Go ahead and uh, show the people here what we've got. Oh, DT, you got to take that thing down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Scott's got good oh, handwriting. Man. That's not terrible, though, Tyler. I, Thank I, you. That's not I terrible. I, I mean, taught, it took me about three minutes. But <laughs> I taught myself. That's why he wasn't talking. He was thinking but, really hard. <laughs> I taught myself um, to block write because they didn't teach block writing, you know, after like second grade. Uh, what, what, what is uh, block writing? I don't know what block writing is. I don't think I do either. Uh, yeah, Scott definitely has the best handwriting on the show. That's we, actually weird. We keep getting all the uh, texts about bones. People people are worried about bones for some reason. If he's getting the well, ring or what's yeah. the question? Why do you guys care if bones Who gets cares? Around? Handwriting is just straight, like not cursing. But I still, even when I block write, I still connect certain words together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, bone. I, well, you said bones wouldn't get a ring. 
I wouldn't give him one. I don't think they have a choice. They, I, well, I don't know. I don't know how the NBA works, but but in the NFL, if you if you played a snap, one single snap of the season, you're getting the, yourself a ring. The NFL has a choice. Now the teams may that may be just what they do, but I promise you, because the, the league ain't giving them the rings, and that's well, the only one that can is. make that's you get a ring. That's the team's decision. Um, oh, I mean, it is. Alex it's unwritten rule. It's the team. Scott's right. It's the team's decision. Alex Smith got a ring from the Chiefs for a Super Bowl, and he was right. still in Washington, right? right? And they, they felt he deserved it for what he did and, and build up. The Nuggets wanted to give Monte Morris and Gary Harris one. They, they might, you know, they could maybe do that. And I would say, Monte and Gary, I would give a ring, honestly, before Bones. Uh, yeah. Uh, shout out to uh, Jay Strickbala, uh, who says Tyler's is actually more actual cursive. Thank you, bo 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 winner. <laughs> Where was that on Twitch? That's on Twitch. Another millennial account. Tyler's T is nice. I'll give you that. Thank you. Well, yeah, you can do the T. Yeah, I always start off blocks. Oh, you know what else? Someone asked if we get rings. I sure as heck hope so. We haven't been I mean, told, but there, there's been a standard set that I uh, I'll be a little bit bummed out if they don't do it this time because oh, I wasn't here for in, in time for the, you don't have the avalanche. No, I told you before I'll let you wear mine if you let me wear yours. Okay, all right. No, that Broncos one. Yeah, no, yeah, no. Nobody gets to wear that. <laughs> yeah. Yours has got a little more value than mine right. does. What what finger did you get it on? Um, middle. Yeah, it was my middle. Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's where... 100% uh, it was. If we're fortunate enough to get one from the Nuggets... It no longer fits on the middle. Right it only fits on, on the ring finger now. Which but. is a good thing to do. Plus, you figure there's more gold and stuff in it if you get a bigger size. There you oh. go. Wow. Hasting your thinker there. Yeah. There we go. That's our No Dumb Questions segment. We hit it every day at 1.30. It's a whole lot of fun. Uh, our guy John did ask if I could beat his son Wes in basketball. Remember, John and Wes had called the last couple of days. I'm going to go with the hard no. I haven't played basketball in a long time. It is son's nine. Let's go to break. Uh, Ultimate heating, cooling, plumbing, and electric. They give you comfort for every season. They give us no dumb questions. You can check out what they do at ultimateheatingandcooling.com. The Broncos are doing some things. I actually read something last night from Pro Football Talk uh, or Pro Football Focus about the best three players on each team. Can we identify three good players on the Broncos? We'll try that next. Classic Will Smith here. Yeah, welcome to Miami. That's right. If you're in the city of Florida and you're a sports fan. Excuse me, try that again. What did I say? Just try it again. Just just start over. If you're a sports fan in the city of Florida. Oh, my God. What is wrong with you? State of Florida. No, I can't. (laughs) There you go. Third time's the charm. Um... Miami is girls going for the stupid song, but like the Panthers lost. Are you happy with what the seasons were or is your heart been ripped out because you're the first loser? Mm. Like today you're probably, I think, I, I think the heat, you gotta be fired up. I, I don't think you could be, uh, you can't be mad. There's certainly nobody in the organization. You could be mad at You're a freaking eight seed dude. You, you, you scored the, the fewest points offensively throughout the entire season, and you ended up in the NBA championship. That's I, mean, true. I mean, can you really be upset about that? No, yeah, probably no. not. But what you're going to do is, because defensively, I thought they were really good, especially us, and they still upset some people. And they upset people, especially Boston. They made threes, and they stifled them defensively. And I, I go back to what Spolster, and I don't even know if we played any of his sound. Um, 
He said, basically, we mm-hmm. tried everything. We threw everything at them, and they, they just seemed to answer. I don't, he said, I don't, I don't think we had anything more to throw at them, mm-hmm. which I thought was, you know, that's pretty good. Because yeah. you, you only played five games. You know, if you'd have found a win, way to win that game, then, you know, what would have happened six and seven, so. That was kind of nerve-wracking as it was going. Because the basketball we talked about yesterday, it was bad. It, was, it wasn't great basketball. And I couldn't help but in my own head, you know, woe is us going, oh, we're going to go back to Miami? You know Miami's so going to have some momentum? Not I'm sure. scared. <laughs> Think about this. You, got, you just said it's a bad basketball game. If that was a, a, a game-clinching World Series game and it was 2-1, Everybody talking about how great that game was. Well, different sport. True. I, I know. Yeah. I, well, but I'm just saying. But that means obviously pitching and defense won that. Right. Won that. Won that game. That closeout game. Here, you know, no one. I mean, Denver didn't shoot the ball with crap. If Denver shoots the ball good, they they win that game by twenty. Yeah. I mean, they really do. But no one's talking about you. You held Miami in a closeout game to thirty six percent shooting. Damn. I, I mean, that's really good. I mean, think about that. I mean, especially with what that's. That's what got them to the dance is them shooting over 40%, especially over 45%, especially really. Especially mid-range shots, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, all right, real quick. Uh, the Broncos are at work. Again, it's it's weird because we're all deep into the nuggets. But I was reading this article last night on Pro Football Focus, and, and they were identifying uh, the best players of each team. And I don't even remember the Broncos that they named. But I asked if you can name three good Bronco players. Who are the best Bronco players on the team? 970 did, you know, send in a list of names. No, we, we got some. I mean, certainly we got three, but it depends on what the definition of good is. Who are the three that come to mind? Is the definition of good a pro bowler, or is the definition of good just a damn good football player? Or is good what you've done in the past? That's that's fair. Well, obviously, the, the first one that pops up is Patrick Sertan. That, that's uh, first. Off he's the easy. He's a that's the easiest. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Justin Simmons is uh, see see people might not classify Justin Simmons in that category because maybe he doesn't feel like a household name like Patrick Sertan does. But if you look at the rankings of safeties in the NFL yeah. year in year well, out, he's, a top he, one. he's coming in as a top five mm-hmm. safety every single year. So you, you got two on defense offensively. You you just brought in two damn good offensive linemen and Mike McGlinchey and Ben Powers. Even though, but Mike McG- Mike McGlinchey. Probably overpaid, quite frankly. Uh, he's getting paid like he's an elite right tackle. He's not an elite right tackle. He's a good right tackle. I'm well, okay. I'm okay with paying more money than what you like. There's certain positions that if you have to overpay, you you got to overpay. I'm bad fine teams with it. have to pay for good players to come. That's right. Bad teams have to play a plus money yeah, for a, a minus players. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a premium. So one of the texters writes in PS2 Simmons. We we talked about them. Talks about uh, powers. And McGlinchey also mentions Garrett See, Bowles. If Javante, are, if Javante wasn't hurt, he'd be pop. He'd be popping up within two seconds on my mind. Yeah. But let me ask this: If you've got to go to a, a right tackle and your left guard as two of your good players, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> before you go into quarterback, running back, wide well, receiver, or, or left receiver, tackle, like yeah. ideally, if you're talking about a premier offensive lineman, you're talking about your left tackle. Left tackle is fine, right. but when you're saying right tackle is one of your best players, yeah. And PFF also has a giant man crush on Garrett Bowles. They love them some Garrett Bowles. Yeah. So he was a part of that for them. Um, and again, Garrett, good football player. He is uh, he is the type of left tackle that once you get a guy that is capable of playing the position, you don't move on. So so Garrett is a very capable left tackle, not an elite left tackle, but a capable left tackle. So is there anybody that pops up to the mind that, you know, will score touchdowns? That, that That's pretty important to me. And I mean, without using the P word, probably not. 
without well, that is a p word. What is a p word? Oh, that's right. Probably. That's right. <laughs> son of a gun, Scott. Well, without using like, the without yeah. using the potential word, yeah. probably oh, not. That, okay. I mean, but if you want to use potential, sure. Let's talk about Jerry Judy. Let, let, let's. Now, we've been talking about him potentially yeah. a right, long well, hold time. Hold on, hold on. I get it. Michael Porter Jr. was terrible in the finals. Was Michael Porter Jr. A, an integral part of this run? Yes, ish. Okay, he was that. He was that. <laughs> he, he was that dude. And I get it. There's plenty to be frustrated by. I get it. He doesn't play defense. I get it. All that stuff. But you know, at the end of the day, he was a he was a part of the run for sure. He got paid off potential. Mm-hmm. The texter listed Russell Wilson, and none of us had mentioned him. Well, but but like that's why I said that's with what you, Scott said. If you just go on last year, then that that's not your answer. Um, but if you go two years ago, where he was a six-rated quarterback in the NFL. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, if he gets back to that level, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean, it starts with him on the offensive side if he gets back to two years ago mm-hmm. in what he did. Um, I'll tell you a story, though, a story. A coach told me this a long time ago. He said, you know what Potential does when you talk about it? It's potentially pretty gets you good. fired. We got, he said it gets a whole, has gotten a whole lot of dudes fired. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> potential gets a whole lot of dudes fired. Mm-hmm. You know what? That's why I held on to a job for eight years in the NFL. Because I didn't have the potential, but they trusted me. They they trusted me, and every me single too, year, and, and every single year they they would look at me and they'd be like, "Man, we got to get better at right tackle." And they would try sometimes, but and, and then I would hold them off for a year or two. Sometimes they'd take the job, uh, but but I held on to that job as a starter, four solid years in the NFL, as backup, eight total years in the NFL. Uh, that's why I had the job because I didn't have potential. Uh, I, I I I was the bare bones dude out there, but they said we know what we're getting in Tyler. And that, I mean, that's a huge piece, too. It's that we talked about it all the time. That was Bones when he was a nugget. Always looking over his shoulder because he made a mistake. Knows the coaches don't trust him. Yank his ass out of the game. Yep. There's a big part of that of any co- any worker. If you are an employer, I always tell my students, availability, reliability, being trustworthy, those are your best assets. You're, you're probably not going to be the best at what you do. But you can outwork everybody. You can show up. And that's that's a big part of it. So, yeah, I, I think there is a little bit to that, too. All right, 303-504-0925. It's also so weird. I just can't get over the fact that the Nuggets have literally hand-delivered Sean Payton a silver freaking platter of cover- of non-coverage, basically. You know what I mean? Like, they got mandatory minicamp going it on. It fits him. Yeah, I mean, if it's what you're going to do and it keeps the heat off of him from media types. I'm gonna, are, dude, I'm going to be so curious to see what happens because Thursday is the last day of minicamp for the Broncos, right? Yeah, tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow's the last day of minicamp. It has just become standard in the NFL that the last day you got to reward the guys. Whether you think they deserve it or not, and that was a huge topic for the last few years, whether the guys deserve field day, whether they deserve a, a, a day to just go home early. I'm just telling you, it's a standard in the NFL. So if, I, if I'm Sean Payton, this is a no-brainer. I am taking a bus, taking my guys downtown, and we're going to be a part of this parade. So And, and you use it as a teaching moment. You, oh, okay. you, say, you say, fellas, you want this? You want this? This would be pretty fun if this was us, right? Uh, Sean Payton actually did talk uh, about the Nuggets winning their NBA championship. Here's Coach Payton. Hope you guys are doing, hope you guys are doing well. Some of you look a little tired. Some of us got good night's rest and some of us didn't. Obviously, congratulations to uh, to uh, the Nuggets and Mike and his staff and the team. It was uh, fun to watch. And, you know, you get a couple of seats and no one tells you you're going to be sitting next to David Thompson. And so my wife complained cool. to me that I ignored her all night. 
and I kept asking David questions about how much zone Miami was playing and yada, yada. Then finally, I, I said, I think it's four to one ratio of zone versus man. And he looked at me, he said, you've been coaching too much. <laughs> um, but it's, it's tremendous for the city. Um, you know, there's, there's nothing like it. And, uh, you know, to, to, to have the confetti fall on those guys for what they achieved uh, is special. Um, and we always use this term, they'll walk together forever. That team will. That's true. Forever. Yeah, that's it's well said right there. No, I, I mean that that is so true. I, I was picking up pictures a while ago. I told Tyler, um, it's the first time I'd seen the trophy in 25 years when I went to that the 25th anniversary. First time I touched it, the trophy mm-hmm. in, in 25 years. Right? That's cool. Um, in fact, I don't even think we had any pictures of me, you know, when we won that thing. But all the guys went there, and I I think I told the story on the air. Everybody fit right back in the role, mm-hmm. you know. I was joking around. I was busting everybody's, you know, thing. Uh, if, if anything was a question, Zeke, what do we do? Mm-hmm. I said, you know, where do we go? What do we do? Uh, Joe, Joe was just being Joe, quiet and cool. Vinny and Mark were having a good time with me. Lamb was being grumpy. You of know? course. <laughs> but it, but it, there is a brotherhood. Other than with Bill Ambeer, there's a brotherhood with all those guys. Yeah. And, right. and he could just be a turd sometimes. <laughs> I tell you what he said it's to his me, role. breakfast for the game. Uh-uh. So we're sitting there, I'm sitting with, with Gerald Henderson and Mark Aguirre and all these guys, and we're talking, having a good time. Bill comes in all grumpy, sits right beside me. But, he, you know, he's Bill. And he might have been the GM and coach of the Aces at the time. And Lamp, we're all talking, and Aguirre goes, Lamp, give me a number. Give me, okay. And gives him his card, you know, number. Mm-hmm. And he's, you know, crosses in front of me to give Mark Aguirre the card. And I go, what about me? <laughs> Disgusted look on his face. He goes, "Don't call me for your stupid radio show." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we haven't had him on. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't even know if I got that card anywhere. I, I can respect that. That's what Jokic is going to be doing in twenty years. Hundred percent. That, that, yeah. That's how he's going to be talking to his Dude, teammates. He's going to change his number, and I wonder if anybody can get a hold of him. Man, it might no, not be. Yeah, they're they're going to try to do. Uh, where in the world is Nikola Jokic in twenty years? And they won't be able to actually produce the right. uh, the documentary because they won't be able to find him. If they're yeah. going to be a reunion, y'all need to go to Sambor. Yeah, right. <laughs> that's where the Here's reunion. Here's the interesting is. thing. Forget uh, where in the world is 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 Nikola Jokic. Where in the world is Nikola's trophies? Yeah, no that kidding. might be even a harder thing to find than Nikola Jokic. It's like that diamond that that lady threw off the boat in the Titanic, just somewhere. No one knows. Yeah. All right, let's take a timeout. We'll kick up period number three, continuing the Nuggets conversation. Uh, I was thinking about this. Need you guys' help out there. You can text in or hit it up on the Safeway Twitch stream. AG's shirtless walk home. Where does that rank amongst all-time great celebrations from a player that just won an NBA championship? We'll discuss next.